So we are going to go for a Bible study again today. We were going to do this because we didn't think there were that many people who were going to be here today. But if you look around you, you'll see there are quite a few people, which is really exciting. So what we're going to do in a minute, we'll get set up. But while we're getting set up, um, it'd be great if you could move into, I think, perhaps... Uh, two groups on this side and two groups on this side and families it'd be great if you can gather together in maybe a couple of groups I know you're busy doing the activities with your children but it's great to uh, involve your kids in what we're doing today Um, don't worry if they you know we can read it to them if anything jumps out at them they can talk about it it's great it's a really good opportunity so if you guys want to just move into a couple of groups on both sides. While you're doing that, we will get the microphone sorted and the slides put up. Okay, so if you're in your groups, thank you so much for moving so quickly. That's really good. I always feel like we need a bit of um, like countdown music or something. Yeah, I just really feel like we should do that another time. It'd be fun. So today we're going to do a Bible study. I've just got a little bit of something I want to say before we start. And then Anil's going to read the scripture, and then we're going to go through some questions which will come up. And we've done it before. We're going to do it again. It's going to be great. And um, then afterwards, we've got some other people coming up to tell a few stories and just talk about uh, the scripture a little bit. And then we're going to pray, and then we're going to end. So it'll be really good. So it's really important that you all know that you're all needed this morning. You're all needed in your groups. Your voice is needed this morning. Your insight into what we're reading is needed. Your, your, your ability to hear from God is needed. So the group needs you. So don't stay silent. Don't sit. If they don't ask you, if they skip you, say, I've got something to say here. Okay? And even if you haven't really got anything to say, say, I haven't really got anything to say, but it's great to be in this group. Okay? So you're all needed. You're all required. Your presence is required. Okay? Um, so we're going to look at some verses from Proverbs today because we're in our summer series of Proverbs and we didn't want to stop doing that. Um, but before we get started, Proverbs is a little bit of a different kind of a book. So I thought it'd be good to look at a couple of things that help us to read it. So this is, um, I've got a book that is, is a set of Bible studies on um, Proverbs, and it's written by a guy called Tim Keller. And he says that if the Bible were a medicine cabinet, that Psalms would be like an ointment that you put on inflamed skin to calm and heal it. But Proverbs would be more like smelling salts that startle you into being alert. So Proverbs calls us to read it and think We have to think when we read Proverbs. We have to learn practical ways of focusing our thoughts and actions on God as we read Proverbs. And the way that it's written kind of makes us wrestle with it sometimes. Because Proverbs is Hebrew poetry. Who loved poetry at school? I'm going to put my hand down. I did. I kind of liked it. It was all right. Yeah, so not everyone, but some. And the ones, did you notice who put their hands up? Right, because they're going to be really good at seeing the the ways that the sentences work together. Because if you like poetry, you notice those things. No pressure, no <laughs> pressure. But so some of us like it, some of us not so much. Um, so Hebrew poetry 
um, so Proverbs, is when it's translated, it's got two phrases or sentences that are put together. And they're connected to each other. And they modify or expand each other. So as you read and you think and you discuss in your groups, the second sentence might magnify and extend the thought of the first sentence. Or it might offer uh, like a like a counterpoint, like a, an opposite point that helps to soften the first sentence. So they work together. So as you read it, if you notice something of the second bit, it might help you understand the first bit more. That's what I'm trying to say. It's a bit complicated, wasn't it? And he was nodding. It was, but that's okay. God will clarify. God will deepen our understanding, okay? And also, the next thing I want you to remember about Proverbs is it's just one chapter in a much larger book, the Bible. And the Bible tells a story that we're people who, because of sin, need salvation. And this salvation has been accomplished by and can be found only in Jesus. That's what we've been singing about today. So like every other part of the Bible, Proverbs gives us, I can't even say it, Proverbs gives us... um, and gives like a rich and full meaning when we read it in the light of the person and work of Jesus. Jesus was wise. He dazzled with his wisdom, didn't he? When you think about um, Acts, and, oh, not Acts, when you think about the Gospels and you're, and you're seeing him walk and say things, like his wisdom confused people, didn't it? It, it challenged people. Um, so he is wisdom. Jesus is wisdom. Right, so we can trust him to speak to us today. So I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to hand over to Neil to read the scriptures. Lord, thank you so much for this uh, opportunity to read your word and see it become alive and active in front of us as we discuss it with our brothers and sisters in Christ. Lord, I pray for uh, I pray for you to speak as we're hearing this the word being read. I pray for you to speak. I pray for you to bring it alive, for, for it to sparkle in people's eyes, that they'd notice new things and be able to share what, what you're speaking to them about. We just pray, Lord, that you'd grow us as a family through this morning, in Jesus' name. Amen. Neil. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, ladies, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn evil, turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline. Or be weary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves him whom he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights. Yeah, I'm going to read it again. Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 12 from the message version. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do. Everywhere you go, he is the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. Your body will glow with health. Your very bones will vibrate with life. Honor God 
with everything you own. Give him the first and the best. Your barns will burst. Your wine vats will brim over. But don't, dear friends, resent God's discipline. Don't sulk under his loving correction. It's the child he loves that God corrects. A father's delight is behind all this. Okay, so so we've got some questions. So we've done these questions before. That's the great thing about this, is you, you just look to the questions. So what do these Proverbs tell me about God? What do these Proverbs tell me about people? If this is really God's word, what changes would I have to make in my life? And who am I going to tell? So have a look, have a read through. And something different will probably speak to this. We've done it so that there's lots of options for God to speak to you. So something different might pop up for one person to the other. There's no right or wrong, unless it's really wrong. But that's okay, we're safe, it's fine. (laughs) And um, just go for it. Be free, be free, be confident. Tell each other what's speaking to you. Answer the questions, okay? And we'll, I'll come and tell you when your time's nearly up, okay? Let's go for it. So we're going to start on this side. We're going to play a bit of tennis. So if Anil's going to do this side of the room, I'm going to do this side of the room. Yeah? You ready? Yeah. Okay, so I'm coming over to... I'm going to call it... Whose group shall I call it? Matthew and Emily's group. It's a prophetic word, that is, Matthew and Emily's group. Right, so Matthew and Emily, can you summarise, both of you summarise? That means both of you speaking to the mic. <laughs> so we talked about God's sovereignty through these, um, about he knows everything. Um, and so it's for us to kind of depend on him. Um, we noticed a bit of a theme running through the whole thing that God likes to be kind of honoured and respected and feared. There was a third thing I was going to say and I've forgotten. See, you came to, came to me first because of my memory. What was the third thing? I think Matthew's mentioned all, but I, it was about us. Um, we tend to depend on our own wisdom and our own strength and because of the things that we're used to doing um, on, on a daily basis. And so it's important to really, because of God's sovereignty, to still go back to him, even in the small, trust him with all our decisions, because he will direct us, because he knows best. Great, thank you. That's great. Brilliant. Can we give that group a hand, please? Good. Such good insight, isn't it? Anil Higo? So, <laughs> um, what, does, what does these problems tell about God? Want to share something of what you shared? Okay. Yeah, quick okay. Uh, well, uh, it was exactly what they've already shared. Um, it tends to remind us once more that we can't control any situation. We've got to trust God. God has made it in such a way that we need him every step of the way because we try to plan, but God has a way of pulling us and making us realize that 
I'm here for you if you need me. Because when you use your own understanding, when you go in your own accord, you see something goes wrong. And if we take out the time to reflect and we tell ourselves the truth, we find out that this is where I missed it because I left God out of my plans. I did not let God take this front seat. I instead tried to drive. You understand? Most times I have this analogy in my head that like, oh God, um, take the wheel and drive this car. But I said, no. Take the wheel, but don't drive this car because I'm the driver. I can do it myself. You sit beside me and please, I just, it's okay if you're there, but just don't let me know you're there. And eventually when things go wrong, we turn around and like, I depended on you. Why didn't you do anything? But if you find out when he said, let me drive, you said, no, I can do this myself. I can do this myself. We need to leave the wheel and let God drive. Amazing. Letting God drive. I think Anil and I need to do that. I'm very good at helping Anil to drive. Anyone who's driven with us will know that. Lizzie's laughing an awful lot. Um, I'm coming around here, Claire, because you said some amazing stuff. So can you give us a bit... I'm putting you on the spot, but can you give us a bit of a summary? Is that all right? Yeah, so including that amazing thing that you said. <laughs> um, so we're talking about the second paragraph of the message, so... Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. Your body will glow with health. Your very bones will vibrate with life. And we were saying how hard that is sometimes to actually do it if you've got long-term health problems. You know, the last thing you want to do sometimes is, like, vibrate with life. And, you know, you just... (laughs) You really don't feel that glowing with health or anything. So um, with Esther's um, said a couple of little bits there, and um, we said that um, for if we run from evil, so um, or sort of run to the devil, um, run to evil, um, that will make us bitter. But if we run to God, that will make us better. So, <laughs> I mean. Come on, let's have some, that's such profound truth, isn't it? These are, the, these are the gems. These are the gems and the nuggets that come out when we sit like this together and when people speak up. These are the things that we get to learn about. Thank you so much for sharing that. It was brilliant. Thank you for being so vulnerable, guys, because it is, when, you, when it's hard you, and you say it's hard, that, you're, you're vulnerable in that, aren't you? It's brilliant. Guys, amazing. Well, we tried to go through all the verses and all got different things, but basically um, it's, it's about trusting the Lord and um, submitting to him in the beginning rather than keep doing everything our own way and trying to work it all out and then finally, as the last resort, going to God. <laughs> you know, And... Um, James pointed out that with the eight and nine verses that um, the benefits we get from God as well, like um, nourishment to our bones and health to our body and things. And we were saying also like with the giving your wealth and first fruits and your barns being overflowing. In this, at the moment with the economy as it is and a lot of people are struggling financially that's going to be a very hard thing for them to do because you'll want to hang on to things because you're trying to 
you know, make sure your family's okay and everything, rather than giving to God. And so that's something to be aware of that we need to give. And then about um, not despising God's discipline. I, I was saying about discipline to me, if I got disciplined, I felt I wasn't liked, I wasn't loved. Where God does it the other way around. He loves us, so he disciplines us because he loves us, like we do with our children. And I was, you know, we were saying that, you know, after you've disciplined your child, you're then cuddling and doing things together and it's okay. And it's like that with God, you know, he puts his arms around us and everything's okay. So we shouldn't, um, you know, um, despise God if he disciplines us. Because, you know, and, uh, yeah, so have I covered most things? What else were you saying? Some of you were saying, oh, without telling people wasn't there, um, who would you tell with things? And we took it different ways. Some thought about telling other people, um, uh, non-Christians, and witnessing about what God's doing in your life and how things have got to change in your life. And some of us thought of it as of, oh, things need changing in my life, who am I going to share that with? <laughs> you know, in, within a Christian group. <laughs> yeah, I think both is important, isn't it? Yeah. That's great, thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we've got families... Families, families. I'm going. To, I'm going to give it to an adult in a minute. Uh, kids, have you got anything that you want to add? Anything? Did you? Anything come up for you? Oh wow! Isla has done a really lovely coming. Do you want to hold that up, Isla? Just hold it up for so people can see. Hold it right up. So they had some pictures, and they had to match the verse to what they thought the pictures were telling them. And Isla's coloured it in beautifully as well. Can we have a round of applause for that lovely contribution? Thank you very much. And we've got some Lego models going on. Brilliant Lego models. And now let's have the insights. Here you go. You got it. Whoa. Okay. Almost. Almost then. <laughs> okay, so um, some we, we discussed some re- really in, interesting things. Um, so this this idea of of trust like trust is is what is what faith is about like like our our trust in in the lord is is our faith and it's saying with all your heart and so with the heart being the seat of the mind will and emotions it's saying to trust god in your innermost being um and then and then we we talked a lot about in all your ways acknowledge him so, so we talked about giving thanks and how um, giving thanks can be um, involved with giving and, and that's one way of acknowledging God. But then uh, in the message it talks about listening to God's voice and of course um, if, you're, if you're going to have all your ways to acknowledge him then you're going to go on with, you're going to listen to God's voice and then you're going to want to follow what God is telling you. So yeah, that's... that's uh, Good stuff, and then it, it's not about prosperity. That's that's uh, the other thing. Right, we're, we're running out of time a little bit, so just really quickly, 
what have we got going on on this table? We've got some Lego going on, some amazing Lego models, and some awesome colouring. And have you got any insights? Anyone? It's okay to say no if you haven't, it's fine. Um, so, let's have a look. Yeah, just the idea that um, putting God first leads to um, things kind of working out and, and going well. Um, I spot the, the idea of uh, making your path straight, I think, is actually a reference to, I think, when like ancient kings used to travel around, they'd send people out ahead of them that would like move rocks out of the way, so there was a kind of a, a straight road for them to travel on. So it's almost like when you put God first, he goes ahead of you and gets rid of the obstacles that otherwise would be there. Um, is there anything you want to add? Um, yeah, so the, the things that it says that he'll give us are, are things that we, we need. It's not things that are sort of materialistic. It's things we need or, um, as Robin said, it might have been referencing sort of the livelihoods of the, the people that um, were around at that time. Um, and it's, it's, that's the, the point, is that he wants what's best for us and he'll provide the necessities. Yeah, no, there's some great Lego models, aren't there? Yeah, what are you doing? Brilliant. Okay, I'm going to go back. Okay, I'm going back. We're running out of time. So we've got. Um, so normally, when we um, do a Bible study, we uh, would tell a story, we'd share an insight, and I just really want to give some space for that. Just a couple of minutes. It's going to have to be really quick. So um, can you get? Yeah, Jordan's going to go and get Rach. Uh, can I have Claire and Nick to come and? Uh, share some testimony about what this proverb, how this proverb, how they've lived it out, how God's done stuff. <laughs> uh, this oh, it's, it's a long story. It's hard to summarise it. Um, long story short, Claire and I got engaged in September 2019, and we set a date for May 2020 for our wedding. COVID happened wedding didn't um <laughs> and so through all of the, the the months of lockdown when we were living separately and not able to see each other spend time together you know we weren't allowed to see people from other households so that was a really difficult process for us and we were like why why is this happening what's you know god was what, what's going on how are we going to get through this um and you know uh i think essentially we i mean we wanted things done in our time, basically, but it got to the point where, you know, God, what can we do? And it sort of came out that, you know, we could, you know, the the legal aspect of marriage, of wedding, wasn't the main thing for us. It was about getting married before God. And so we ended up putting forward the idea somehow of having our Christian ceremony, our Christian marriage, uh, in my parents' back garden um, because we couldn't get married in the church because the church was closed because of COVID and they weren't opening for months and um, legal weddings were banned because registry offices were closed, etc. So we just weren't able to legally get married. So we had this realisation that, you know, it doesn't matter about that. We can get married before God and... Plans, plans change. Plans change and, and um, you know... Actually, it was ended up for the better and, like, yeah. God knew um that it would work out for good mm. and um actually it was what we needed like mm. they, we um 
we didn't understand, but <laughs> we trusted God and it worked out in the end. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, Thank so you, guys. Was, yeah. Thank you. And also, Rachel, do you want to come and um, share about your st- share your story? What's me going? No, not really, not really. So, okay, that's honest, though, isn't it? That's honest. So, do you want to share your story? No, not really. I just want to caveat that because I feel like COVID's got us all a bit too comfortable. Like, like this is a big stage and we can't all come up and share. And actually, I've just got to push that all and, and do it anyway. Come on. Say that again. <laughs> you are all welcome to come and share good stuff because God's working in all of our lives, whether it's big or small, and he wants to encourage all of us. I thought it'd just be a few of you here, so I was like, yeah, yeah, that'll be fine. But it's not, it's all of you, so. <laughs> but who are you doing this for? Yeah. It's not for them, is it? No. It's for God. Um, Emma asked me to share a story relating to the passage. I've missed most of the Bible study, so some of it might have been covered already. Um, so, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. So, I... I'm a midwife by trade. Um, I've been doing community midwifery for about five years. And for the last maybe two or three years of that, I've been just struggling with like feeling like I was having enough of an impact at work. And that sounds stupid because I'm working with people all day, every day. And I really love that job. Like I love working with mums and babies and delivery and all of that stuff. But um, certain people and challenges like COVID and whatever else just were piling on to my normal everyday stress and I was just not enjoying it at all like not at all <laughs> and I was like God you've put me here um and I can't I can't picture myself doing anything else other than this because I just didn't know where to go with like not enjoying my job and that's not how you want to live for God you want to you want to go to work and feel like you're doing your best and that like you're a positive light in your workplace and I just felt like I couldn't do that and it was really paralyzing me and kept me really down so anyway long story short I started encouraged by Jordan to apply for some different jobs and um one came up and I thought, right, that is perfect. That has got my name written all over. I thought that was for me. Um, and I've put loads of... <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It's all right. It's real, isn't it? It's fine. It's okay. Yeah, I put um, loads of effort into preparing for it. And I was like, this is me. God's got me. I um, felt really confident in the interview. felt really confident afterwards. And it just didn't happen. And I was like, why, God? Like, I've been asking for so long, like, just to get me out of this situation into something better so that I can be a better midwife and a better, better Christian. It still sounds a bit dramatic, sorry. Um, and then another job came up, and I was like, right, I'm just going to keep pushing these doors. And, that, and another job came up, and I applied and interviewed really well, and it didn't happen. And I was like, what is going on? what's going on and I think not leaning on your own understanding like it's okay to 
be in that dark place as well. We don't have to understand why. Like, um, because he understands on our behalf what's going on in our life. So, yeah, just like singing songs at church became really hard. Like, yeah, God, you're doing good for me, but it doesn't feel like what I'm asking for is happening. And this was all a bit of a muchness because Anna's story is like so much more important than just my work but um it's the same kind of principle like I'm pushing doors and I'm just not getting an answer anyway it's all worked out in his timing doesn't it (laughs) end of the story I've got a new job that is great and um it's it's got its own challenges so I started last week um but God just answered prayers and like he got me out of that really tough situation that I was just trapped in and brought me into something new and that's my testimony <laughs> that's brilliant that's brilliant thank you so good it's so good to be vulnerable it's so so good to be vulnerable thank you so much thanks Rach I think um I think a couple of times this morning I'm just we're just going to end with this a couple of times this morning we've talked about um the pain of sitting in this haven't we we've talked about when when health is difficult when we're not seeing breakthrough and there's disappointment and, um, you know, that's that whole thing of lean, not leaning on our own understanding, isn't it? When we're faced with disappointment, our own understanding would begin to tell us things, wouldn't it? Our own understanding would begin to say, well, I need to work this out myself. Or it will say, yeah, I can't trust God. Or it might say, you know, and the enemy will use that sometimes, won't he, to whisper lies. And I think... Uh, You know, we were singing today about how good God is. We've heard stories and testimonies today of waiting, of walking in challenge and difficulty and having to depend on God. And we've listened and we've heard how God is good and he has not let let these people down. And that's true for all of us. But the handling disappointment is also really real. Handling challenge is also really real. And it's just really important to take that to God too. And I think that's what, um, that's what I want to uh, end on today. It's just that idea of who's driving the car, who's, who's leading our lives, who knows the biggest picture. Um, I need to stop because next week I'm going to be speaking on plans and I'm sort of starting to edge into what I've been preparing. But I just think... It's God, isn't it? It's God. We can trust him. We can trust him to be gentle in our seasons of challenge and disappointment. We can trust him to be the light in the darkness of when we're walking through difficulties. We can trust him to be good and provide for us and and know our needs more than we know them, actually. So I just want to um, ask you, if just to close, we just um, gather in our groups and just pray. Pray for each other. Pray that we would know more, that we would... um, trust God more that we would lean on our own understanding less that we'd acknowledge him more that we would uh, honor him more that we would trust his wisdom and his plans for us yeah can we do that just gather together and just pray and then I'll um, pray and we'll end actually Anil will pray and we'll end <laughs> Lord thank you for this morning thank you for your presence with us Thank you for all the testimonies and, and, and the words you brought. Thank you that you are working in our lives. You're faithful. 
We can trust you completely. And we don't need to lean on our own understanding. Because leaning on you is the best thing. And Lord, thank you that uh, your word is there for us. Your word that we can learn from every day. Thank you for your word. Thank you that um, uh, we have people here in church that we can we can meet together and, and study your word like we've done today. Thank you for this opportunity, Lord. Thank you that you speak to every one of us. Lord, I pray that this week is going to be a time when you continue to speak to us and encourage us and, and helping us to just look to you in everything in our lives, Lord. Yeah, because you are a good God. You're faithful. You never change. We can trust you completely. And you love us like a dad loves his children. Thank you, Lord, for your love and goodness. In Jesus' name, amen.